0: Welcome to Talkin'
1: to Nobody! I'm your host, Zayn Talkington, and we've got Maria Feist on the show this week. She is a Portuguese actress who has studied in Portugal, London, and America, and is currently living in Australia, where our good old pal Nathan is from. She came to visit, and I just had to get her into the studio for an interview. She was a very skilled gymnast for many years, until, unfortunately, a severe leg injury forced her to stop but allowed her to find a new passion, acting. We talk about the loss of her mother and a best friend, Grisha, and how she handled her grief and found her inner strength to press on in their honor. She shares some of her favorite memories of her mom, and we bond over our mutual loss of a parent. She is incredibly intelligent and inspiring. If you have also lost someone you love, I really hope this episode brings you peace, reminds you that you are not alone and that the one you lost is always with you, and is so proud of you. I dedicate this one to my father, Maria's mother, and Grisha Petrum. Please
2: enjoy. Talking to nobody So you want to be somebody
1: here with the lovely, the beautiful Maria Feist. Maria, what's your middle name?
3: Um, it is Vasconcelos. don't know if you can pronounce that.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because almost every person I have on the show, I can't say their name. So I was like really proud of myself that I could say Maria Feist, but now I can't. Okay, can you say it again?
3: Uh, my middle name? Yes. Uh, Vasconcelos. Vasconcelos. That's close enough. There what is go. it? Does it mean something? No, it's just a Portuguese name.
1: I love it. That's beautiful. So Maria Uh (laughs) Barnett.
3: You got it. (laughs) Yeah, I nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it.
1: (laughs) So yeah, she's here visiting from Australia, but it's not where she's from, right?
3: No. I am from Portugal born and raised
1: born and raised nice so how is your Australian accent coming though is it uh, not
3: Can't great <laughs> <laughs> I can say a little I can say a few words here and there I can come up with a phrase every now and then but nah it's I, hard it's hard I think
1: it's the hardest one like that in Scottish maybe yeah yeah or Irish too mm-hmm. So yeah, so she's from Portugal and we're here drinking one of her favorite drinks, which is, uh, what is this? Almond milk mocha? Yes, it is. Yes. I put a little thing of vodka in mine. (laughs) In honor of St. Patrick's Day, whoop, whoop, shout out. Uh, but she also said her other favorite drinks are orange or pineapple juice. That's very healthy. Yep. Good choices. Um, or sangria or daiquiris. She makes bomb ass sangria you guys like oh my gosh every time she's made it i've gotten so messed up in a good way and i'll eat because she puts like apples and fruit in there and so i'll just sit there eating the fruit and you're like oh it's fine it's just fruit and then it
3: messes you up, and all of a sudden you're
2: down on the floor
1: so yeah her sangria is amazing one day you'll have to try it if you ever meet her so we're gonna do a horoscope comparison. Okay, so I'll read your horoscope for your birthday and you just say if it's real or bullshit pretty much so your birthday is August 25th yes you're a Virgo I am indeed it says you are known for your quick wit discipline and generosity totally true Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm no you're very witty I would say and very generous you're very kind oh thank you yeah When you find a challenge or task that you consider to be worthwhile, you will dedicate yourself to it fully. Yes. In these situations, your attention to detail and focused mind flourish. Pretty, yeah?
3: yeah? Yep. sounds pretty true.
1: You apply the same amount of dedication to the people who are important to you. Yes. Your generosity is appreciated by those closest to you as you sometimes find yourself addressing the needs of others before your own.
3: Yeah yeah oh my god that's pretty accurate right it's pretty on
1: point that's (laughs) kind of scary it says the virgo is a zodiac sign represented by a maiden this doesn't necessarily relate to sexual purity but rather purity in their intentions and desire to find purpose
3: aww that's, that's sweet. sweet yeah
1: yeah so they're not sexually pure but they're intentional <laughs> <laughs> no she's very she's very she's a good
3: girl i am extremely pure i yes. don't know what you're
0: talking about
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's a good girl she is mm. it says her strengths include humble logical responsible organized orderly modest and devoted
3: oh i like the zodiac thing right
1: yeah, yeah. It says, your weaknesses include obsessive, critical, excessive attention to insignificant details. Yeah. And a perfectionist.
3: Yes. Yeah. That is extremely true. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's
1: not necessarily bad. You know, it's it's good to be a little nitpicky about things yeah. that are important to you, you yeah. know? Like, I feel like you're a really hard worker, especially when it comes to your acting. Like, mm-hmm. you would be the type of actor who really does their research. Yes. You know? I can see that in your in the performances I've seen you do. Oh. So those aren't weaknesses at all.
3: <laughs> no, it's more like self-analytical at the end. Okay. Instead of just enjoying the the way things went i start picking out what i can do better
1: really like even in a final performance you can't just be fully happy yeah
3: i'll allow myself to be happy for maybe that night but as soon Mm -hmm. as i get to bed i'm like all right let me think about how i can make it better next time
1: wow even if you're not gonna do it again
3: yeah Wow. so for the next project i'm like okay what went wrong what can i do better what can i keep evolving on Hmm. it's like a very self-analytical i think personality
1: where do you think that comes
3: from i um, probably gymnastics okay yeah, okay probably
1: yeah I did gymnastics for a long time too and they're very picky yes so where when did you start gymnastics how did you get into that
3: so I started gymnastics I believe I was three because I was a very hyperactive kid and I just kept climbing and jumping around things and my parents tried to put me in ballet but I would not sit still mm-hmm. um, and I hated it yeah. and so I think my mom put me in gymnastics And I loved it. I was happy to be bouncing around and jumping around, and that's what I was supposed to do, so I absolutely loved it. Mm. And, yeah, just kind of fell in love with it and just kept progressing on to, you know, competitions. And it's kind of my childhood. was all gymnastics and being an athlete.
1: Wow. That's so cool. So were you getting into the level of going to competitions or was your dream to be, like, in the Olympics? Yeah, at one point,
3: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I went to national competitions, European competitions, I qualified for the Olympics, so I was—I had a very specific goal to make it there.
1: My jaw just Thank dropped, you. everyone. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah. you were meant to go.
3: I was qualified. I never went. Okay. Um, so Portugal doesn't have an actual gymnastics team. Mm. So without enough team members, you don't get to go. Plus, i unless they tell you to go individually, you could. However, I had an accident just before, so I had <sighs> to unfortunately leave gymnastics. What happened? Um, so I was 12 years old. I was doing a routine at the bar. Um, so mm-hmm. beam, sorry, as you guys call it in English, beam. Mm-hmm. Um, and it broke. And <gasps> one of the uh, one of the irons went through my leg. So by the time I got done with physio, by the time I got back on my feet, you, during puberty time, if you grow above a certain height or if you gain a certain amount of weight, you no longer Your body no longer does the same amount of movement. Right. So a lot of my gymnastics got, obviously, had to change from that. And it was no longer Olympic level. I was too tall. I had, you know, started to get a normal body. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I had to, unfortunately, quit.
1: I'm so sorry. It's okay. Was that really hard for you? I mean, were you devastated?
3: I was at the time, yeah. Um, It was like a pretty big downfall for me because it was like my first ever dream, my first ever love for something was just ripped away. You know, (sighs) so as a kid, I was, you know, I was 13. Wow. So as a kid, that for you hits you. Mm -hmm. But you know, it kind of brought me into acting in a sort of way. And it just, I have an incredible family who kept me up. So yeah. Yeah. You know, you get through it, you get stronger.
1: Right. You know. So maybe that just wasn't the path you were meant to take, but exactly. have you used it in other
3: ways in your life? Maybe in your acting? Yes. So it made me, I don't ever want to see that happen again. I don't want anything to ever taken be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. So I just go for it and I fight for it and I make sure I get it when I know I'm supposed to get it yeah I'm just very hard on myself because now I want it to work I don't ever want to have that feeling again but it wasn't
1: your fault it was like the beam broke yeah it was an
3: accident but it's the the feeling of it that you you know wasn't my fault because I wasn't good enough and I made the mistake and therefore it broke you see what I mean you start analyzing it yeah and I don't ever want to feel like it didn't go right, it was my fault, or I don't ever want to see anything be ripped away from me ever again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of you just take it into your own hands to make sure things are happening. Yeah. So, yeah, it okay. made me very determined. It made me very... Self-critical. Um, self-critical. and made me just very focused on it.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, that could be considered a bad thing but also be considered a good thing because you mm-hmm. are so determined and yes. you're not going to allow yourself to become lazy you know yeah, you're going to fight exactly. as hard as you can for what you want and yes. i think you absolutely are you know so thank you yeah so yeah. then you transition to the acting world so how did that start were you acting as well as gymnastics or after the gymna- gymnastics dream fell through did you have to find another outlet
3: yeah it was um Yeah, so basically it took me about six months to get back on my feet after the accident uh, because you have to allow muscle to rebuild so you Mm -hmm. can get back on your feet. And my dad and my mom actually at the time, sorry, not my mom, my stepmother, they gave me some books. So I started reading. I had never thought of acting or anything. I have cousins back home who do that Mm -hmm. and I grew up watching them and I thought it was beautiful but never something I would do. Yeah, yeah but once I started you know my dad started giving me books and plays to read just while I was you know down and I started really falling in love with that world of, t- of storytelling and it fuses into gymnastics where you use your body you tell stories yes. it's a performance so it started getting my curiosity and I just started getting into that more and more
1: mm-hmm. so yeah wow that's amazing so instead of just stopping all together and being bitter about what had happened to you, you were like, "Nope, I'm going to pick myself back up again and I'm going to find something else that I love to do. Absolutely, yes. That's so amazing. So
3: then where did you go from there? Did you start taking acting classes? So what happened was I started really observing my cousins Mm -hmm. when they were in rehearsals. I would watch them perform and I gave it a shot. I auditioned for a drama school in Portugal and I got in and I started with them learning the very basics. I started... Studying theater and I started getting cast in plays in theater back home in Portugal Hmm. So from then I then moved on to London where I went to drama school and I also did some theater productions there Okay, and that then just evolved into transitioning into California
1: Okay, (laughs) So it's a
3: whole piggyback on everything
1: So when you were performing in Portugal was it all in English? Portuguese. Portuguese. Yes. Okay, so how did you learn English?
3: Um, I was really young, and I would watch TV shows like Friends.
1: Yes! That's <laughs> my so favorite cool. show. Oh my gosh, that's, yes, one of my faves
3: too. Um, yeah, and kids will just absorb everything, so yeah. I learned English without really noticing that I was learning English. Mm-hmm. I just started copying the television. Because you don't
1: really have an accent at all, so that, did you ever have a hint of a Portuguese accent? I have no idea.
3: I don't huh. think so. I think my dad always told me that I sound American. Wow, because so you think do.
1: Thanks. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean that works for acting, yeah. you know, because I I know there's a lot of students at the academy that they really struggled with the accents from, you know, where they were from. Yeah. So, and not that that's a bad thing, that's just another thing you have to work on, but for you at least you already had That strong foundation. Mm -hmm. So yay, friends! Yay! (laughs) Thank you, thank you, friends. Cool. So you went to London. What school did you go to there?
3: I went to a school called Performance Preparation Academy, which is a sister school to the Guildford School of Acting. Okay. And yeah, so when I got there, I really started laser focusing on acting Mm. because it was still: do I want to do musical? Do I want to do theater? Do I want to do TV? And it was in London that I learned you have to find out what kind of actor you are and then pick your projects from there. Yes. So I started really noticing how things really work and how hard it is and how you really have to love it, otherwise you have to get out now.
1: Yeah. Oh, if you're Um, not absolutely in love with it.
3: Yes. Bye. So basically London turned me into a very aware... Actress, so Mm -hmm. I really realized what it was about what I would really have to give up everything I would have to put into it And it made my decision Very easy to be like yes. This is what I want to do. This is what's gonna cost me. I'm okay with this Let's go
0: Wow
1: so how did you decide that because you're going more of the TV film route now? Mm -hmm. How did you decide that that was what you wanted your focus to be?
3: I didn't really choose it I've been just accepting the projects as they come along. I'm doing theater I'm doing film I'm doing whatever comes along if I enjoy the story that we're telling if I enjoy the team that I'm working with so I pick up I pick the projects based on the entire package that it comes with not just because it's specifically film or theater yes that's so great yeah because
1: I I, I've heard of some people turning down projects and, and me even sometimes I'm like oh no you know that's a short film or that's a Mm -hmm. a theater production you know i'm not going to do that but it's like no if you actually believe in what the project is like i I did audition for a play recently it didn't work out but i I read the script and i i just loved it you Mm -hmm. know and i don't think it was paying very much but i found when you fall in love with a project you just want to just to do it to tell the story. Yes. And I think that's our job. No matter yeah. what the situation is or what the pay is, you just, you tell a story that needs to be told. Exactly.
3: And you formulate beautiful friendships with the people you work with. Yes. And you get to work with again in the future, hopefully. Mm-hmm.
1: That could be a stepping stone to another opportunity. You know, yeah. you never know who you're going to meet. Absolutely. What do you think your favorite is? If you had to pick
3: theater, film? You know, I get asked that question all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I get a bigger thrill in theater because it's Me live too. and I can see the effect of that story with the people right there hmm but film I think uh, I don't know how to explain it I have a better time overall with film mm-hmm. with the whole process of it okay. theater is more adrenaline based it's more it's harder to achieve and therefore more rewarding yes and film is just fun film is usually a lot of fun to do mm-hmm. so it depends whether I want to be challenged or I just want to have a really good time and tell a story also with a lot of hard work yeah but it's different when you get takes and when you're just live and you have to do it there and then
1: yes and you don't yeah. you don't have stops you yes. know you can't mess up you in the moment you have exactly. to be in that world the whole time yeah.
3: I come from theater so I think I'm more at home on stage mm-hmm. but I get a bit more of um, overall fun and overall experience with film so okay. I can't choose <laughs>
1: no that that's great that that's a really great way to distinguish between the two of them mm-hmm. you know what do you think your ultimate dream would be for your career
3: I want to live off of acting whatever that means mm-hmm. I don't need to get to a huge level I don't need to get to this huge um, what do you call it
1: like
0: level I
3: of fitting. I don't need to get to an extreme level of anything mm-hmm. I want to just comfortably live off of acting and anything in this industry I'd be very thankful to have as long as I can be doing what I love and just be happy I'm very okay with that mm-hmm. that's just my goal
1: that's great that's a great goal to have yeah. that's how I am as well I don't I'm not doing it for the fame, you know, we're just doing it because we love it Mm -hmm. and it sets our souls on fire and it's Mm an,
3: it's an opportunity to inspire others. I've Mm -hmm. seen the impact that storytelling has on people Yeah. and I just want to, I want to do that. It had an impact on me. I want to do that. I want to pay that forward Mm -hmm. and it's genuinely just what makes me happy. So it's, um, as long as I get to do that for the rest of my life, I don't care if it's on stage, if it's on film, I'll just be happy to do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: What impact has storytelling had on you in your life?
3: It changed my life, you know, it brought me from a really dark place to a very hopeful place. Mm -hmm. There's always another story to be told, there's always someone's story to be listened to. And the fact that you might be the one to tell someone's story for them, and you take that responsibility on, it can't not help you grow as a human being as well. Right. So that's, it makes you evolve every day that you're acting, no matter what story you're telling, you're learning from it, you're taking on that responsibility to tell that story. It's a big job. Yeah, it's a big job, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's an honor. Yeah.
1: Was there a specific, you know, play that you went to see or a play that you read or a movie you saw and you, you were just so overwhelmed by how it affected you that you were like, yes, I, I have to do this, you know?
3: Um, not affected me, but I did go and see a movie once where everyone around me was affected in such a way mm-hmm. that I thought, this is it, this is why we do what we do that's the reaction you want for people to open up and start talking about things that they might not want to talk about. Yeah, I wanted to be a part of impacting people in a positive way. So that was a big eye-opener for me. It was like, yes, this is definitely what I want to be a part of.
1: Yeah, Do you remember what movie it was?
3: I don't. It was probably a really,
1: really good one.
3: It was in London, but I don't remember what it mm. was. It was my first year of drama school.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but that that's what it's all about. I, I can't even remember a movie the movie that i saw (laughs) that was like yeah i want to do that but i remember i saw it was after my dad had passed away and we went to see wicked and it was the first time seeing a broadway show yeah i love wicked oh my gosh i have chills like (laughs) wicked is my favorite musical i don't know if i'm biased just because it was my first live broadway tour musical that i saw or i mean it's an amazing story but yeah i saw it and i I was like, yeah, that, that's what I want to do with my life. Yeah. I, I don't care if it's, in, if it's a movie form or play form musical. Mm-hmm. I just, I have to do it because, yeah, I looked around. I was 14 years old. I was a sad little girl, but I looked around and everybody was just me- mesmerized. And yeah. they were living in the moment. I think mm-hmm. that's also what I love about movies and plays is that when you're watching it, you're nowhere else but in that moment. Yeah. And watching the story that's right in front of you. Exactly. And for me, I've dealt with anxiety in my life. And I think being in the moment is so difficult. Mm-hmm. So if I find something that allows me to just revel in the very moment, the now yes. that I'm in, that I'm going to stick with whatever that is, you know? Yes. So have you dealt with any mental illnesses in your life? Anxiety, depression?
3: I, fortunately, I have not. Mm. Um, I I have a very strong-minded family who makes sure that every day you know who you are and how much you're worth. I am (laughs) extremely fortunate with the family that I have. Um, My grandfather had a saying, which was in family Olympics, we take gold (sighs) because I will for sure say this I had there's no other family like the one I have and I'm incredibly grateful for every single one of them mm-hmm. we just make sure that every day everybody knows how much they're worth and how much they can still do and how much everyone is there for you no matter what you want to do with your life so thankfully no I never doubted that even though I wasn't where I wanted to be at that particular moment that there was no way that I was not gonna get there later there on eventually because yeah. I have the right people behind me and as long as I believe that with family and friends as long as you believe that you have the right people around you, you don't forget yourself and you don't forget why you started this in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think the only times that I've been down was unfortunately through passings of people that I were, they were very, very dear to me. Yeah. But again, you allow yourself to be down for a little bit, to grieve in your own way. Everybody has their own way. And then remind yourself who's still here. Yeah. What can you still do for who's here? Mm-hmm. And that, at least to me, makes me so much stronger, and I just pick myself up. And that's amazing. Yeah, in honor of the person that you lost, just be the version that they saw in you or that oh. you believe that they saw in you. And to me, that honors them. That makes them still be here. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow, that's that's so beautiful, and that that's so true. I'm so sorry that you've had to experience those losses in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, losing...
3: I think everybody has. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah but lo- losing a mother, mm-hmm. I mean, what what was that like? How old were you when, when that happened?
3: So I was 11 when my uh. mother passed. So I found out, I think, clearly when I was about 7 or 8 what it was that she had. Because for a child, you don't really notice what's going on or, mm-hmm. you know, adults kind of sugarcoat it or hide it a little bit from you. It wasn't until I think I saw my mother without any hair for the first time that I had to open my eyes and ask, what is going on with mom? Why don't I see her for months on end? Because sometimes she would go to Mexico or London for months and she would come back. And I, I just didn't get it. Why was she away for that long? And why wasn't anybody telling me anything? And there was one day that she sat me down and she goes, I want you to know the truth. I want you to know exactly what's going on with mommy. And this is the reality. She didn't hold any punches. She just told me the truth. But she never once told me that she was leaving. She said, if anyone tells you that I'll be leaving soon, you don't believe them, I am gonna be here. So I just kind of, I just grew up watching this woman not give up ever and just stick to the most positive mindset with all odds against her. Yeah. It was just the biggest role model, the best example. It's just a mom to her kids. She was just performing that role to the best ability that I've ever seen anybody do. So holding on to that memory of her and how she was, that character, of kindness of strength of an example it's something you can't help but live up to yeah you know she didn't give up you know unfortunately it's just life is life right. and there's nothing you can do um, but yeah I I'm holding on to the memories I still have I'm holding on to the woman I believe she was and that I still know her to be and as long as I can match that in any way shape or form I she's still here to me she's still around
1: she is. Yeah. She sees you. You know. She's watching over you and everything you've done and everything you've overcome and is so. She's so proud of you, Maria. Yeah. She is. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite memory of her?
3: Of my mother. Mm-hmm. Um. So she. Every time we had a little tradition, which I don't know if my brothers know. So if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every time she would come back from a trip so if she was away for two months she would come back and she'd bring me a disney movie um and no matter what time of the night morning whatever it was she would wake me up take me to a room and we would just watch the movie together and just forget about everything that had happened to her or i wouldn't ask any questions just yet mm-hmm. i was just enjoy the moment with her yeah um again just appreciating storytelling you know yes. Disney in particular just makes you very hopeful just oh makes my you very gosh. positive
1: Yes that's
3: um, so beautiful yeah I, and I we would just talk for hours and then she'd put me back to bed and yeah so she'd make sure she would steal that little moment with me yeah. before any conversations before any news any upsetting news would come out she just make sure to give me that little moment before
1: just you and her yeah, yeah. Wow do you <laughs> remember which movie was your favorite that you watched with her?
3: I think hers was Snow White. Okay. So that was the one we watched the most. Oh, <laughs> I think
1: wow. so. That's so beautiful. I love Disney. I'm just crying, like, thinking about <laughs> Disney. My, my mom raised me on Disney as yeah. well. And, and it, it does. Disney does such a great job of of taking you away from whatever might be bothering you and just mm-hmm. bringing you into this, this hopeful world yeah. where magic and fairies is possible, you know? Yeah. And I, I think even though it... Is make-believe, you, you need that. You need yeah. to believe that the world is magical and hopeful because that's what makes getting up every day worth it. Absolutely. You
3: know? We had a pact that when she would be cured, when she the day she told me she'd be cured, she would take me to Disney, just the two of us. She unfortunately never got to it, but my uncle took me. Wow. And so it was, you know, I still got to do it. Yeah. It still felt like a victory. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, it was on that trip that I realized... It doesn't matter whether she's here in person or not, she is still here. The way I feel when I'm thinking of her, to me, that's strong enough to believe that she is still here. Yes. And I think if anybody out there struggling with that, as long as you believe you're the person they saw in you, you keep making them proud every day, you believe that they're still here strongly enough, they are. Yeah. Whatever brings you comfort.
1: Absolutely. No, that's so true. That's that's what I've I've tried to do with my dad, you know, and it's it's hard because he passed away when I was 14 mm-hmm. and I didn't have very many memories of him, but mm-hmm. the ones I do have, I I try so hard to to see them, you know, as often as I can to not lose them. Do, do yeah. you feel like you have to do the same? Like do you, have you ever felt there was a time where you were losing her memory?
3: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It is hard, you know. Yeah, because you were so young. Um, yeah, it is hard. I'm not going to hide that. It's no. some days I do struggle a lot with the unfairness of me having to be okay with losing someone like that. Yeah. So some days I break down, you know, you miss them terribly or something happens and you just want to talk to your mom, especially as a girl, you just want to talk to your mom you just and you can't. Them. And, you know, sometimes it is hard and sometimes I break down and sometimes I miss her so much that I can't just keep it in. But then I turn around and I have my brothers, I have my family, I have my friends. And I'm just grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and I just hold on to them. But yes, I was really young. I did go through periods where I wouldn't see her for maybe four months or five months. And then I'd see her for three days and she'd go off again. Was she going so, off for
1: treatment? Yes. Okay.
3: So, you know, there are there is a certain blur to her image. But, you know, I hold on to pictures and I hold on to little memories and... When I feel like I'm forgetting her, I just remember that feeling that I got when I was with her. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, does give me some comfort. So Good. even if one day, I don't think I will, but even if one day it is harder to remember her face, I know the feeling. I know what she meant to me. I know what kind of person she would want me to be and what kind of person she showed me I could be.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So that, to me, is still keeping her alive, yeah. at least.
1: Absolutely. That's so beautiful. Mm. Well, you're just so strong, Maria, and you have such a good outlook on mindset, on the, the pain you've experienced in your life. Mm. You not only lost her, but you also lost a, a good friend as well, right?
3: Yes. yes. Um, I did. I unfortunately lost, I think, I've lost a few friends along the way, unfortunately, through different reasons. Um, but the one I think caused the biggest um, I don't want to say heartbreak but I think the one that got the most impact to those around me was a friend from university whose name was Grisha mm. because that wasn't just me hurting it was everybody around me was hurting with me and I think that's when I saw how much impact a person can have even at a young age he was 19 I believe Yeah, we were all very very close friends he was someone that would just make you feel special he would make sure that you were happy and that you were okay and that you knew you had a friend in him. So someone like that that's so beautiful, theres I wasn't surprised when everybody was showing their support. He had touched everyone in his life.
1: That's incredible.
3: Yeah. So that's, someone like that makes it harder because yeah. not only they're one of your best friends, you're now seeing the full impact of their loss on everyone around you. So mm-hmm. I remember I took a few days where I didn't even realize what was happening, I just hit pause on my own emotions and I made sure everybody was okay first, especially someone who is very, very dear to me, who was somewhat his brother, Nathan. Mm -hmm. I just made sure everybody was not okay, but at least made sure that they felt that they had support yeah wherever they were and made sure that they had someone to talk to because that's what Grisha would have
1: done. Yeah. Right? Exactly.
3: And also, I think I just wasn't ready to accept it. <laughs> right. So the way I deal with it is, let me make sure everything's somewhat in place. Everybody's got someone to talk to. Everyone knows I'm here for them. Everyone it has some sort of support. Everyone has some sort of options of what to do. And they know that there are people here. And I do remember, it was about three days later, I finally, it finally hit me for real. And I just let it out and... Like I said, it just flipped. Everybody that I had helped then turn around and helped me. Helped you. Yeah.
1: Exactly. What you put out, you get back. Exactly. Oh, my gosh.
3: And it's okay. It's definitely okay to tell someone I'm hurting and I need help. It is definitely okay. It makes you feel so much better so much faster. It does. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and that that's great advice because I think a lot of people sometimes think that they just need to hold it all in and be strong, mm-hmm. you know, especially maybe... Men who are maybe brought up being told, you know, don't cry, you have to be strong, don't show emotion. And it's like, no, if you're if you're feeling something and your body is yeah. telling you you need to cry or you need you're feeling this way, you have every right to let it out. Absolutely. And no one should ever make you feel bad or embarrassed for that. And I think that's what you need. You need to surround yourself with the people who are gonna be there
0: for Absolutely. you.
1: Even if it's just a random day, I know for me, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll just not be okay. You know, I'll be Mm -hmm. thinking about my dad a little bit more than normal. And I'm just like, why? Like it's been, you know, 10, almost 10 years at this point. I I shouldn't be feeling this way, but uh, of course that's going to come around Mm -hmm. once in a while, you know? Yeah. What advice would you give to, to someone who has also, either lost a mother or just lost someone that they, they love, what, what advice would you give on on those bad days, you know?
3: I say take a second and absolutely let yourself feel whatever it is you need to feel. Mm-hmm. If you need to feel that for the next 10 minutes, next hour, you just need to be sad, that's fine. Be sad. Let whatever you're feeling manifest itself however you need it to. Mm-hmm. Don't let someone tell you just pick yourself up it's okay to give yourself time to be down. Yeah. Because that part needs to come out as well.
1: Absolutely. You wouldn't be feeling it
3: for no reason. Yeah. Let yourself feel whatever you want to feel. Let yourself bring out whatever you need to bring out. Take your time and do it your own way. Don't let people tell you the right way to do it or convince you that you need this or you need that. You're going to know what you need in your heart. Mm -hmm. You're going to know if you need to be alone, go be alone. If you need to be with friends, go be with friends. If you need to cry for two hours cry for two hours it's okay if you need three days and then cry it out it's fine everyone's gonna grieve everyone's gonna be hurting their own way right and everyone is ready to let it out at their own time and in their own way Mm -hmm. so it's absolutely okay as long as it helps you later on just listen to yourself you will know what to do
1: yes that's beautiful that's that's great advice do you do anything specific on maybe your mom's birthday or Grisha's birthday or the day of their passing to honor them, celebrate them?
3: Not on the day of their passing, but for my mother's birthday, my brothers and I have a little tradition where we send out three balloons and a bigger one. So a bigger one for her and three for the three of us. Oh, awesome. We send three balloons out into, the, into heaven uh, on her birthday. No matter where in the world we are, we each send out those four balloons.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. so even if you're in L.A. and they're still in yes. Portugal, you, do you do it at the same time? Or we try just,
3: and do it at the same time, yeah. but however time difference sometimes oh, doesn't allow it. Right, <laughs> right, that's true. Uh, but yeah, we've been in three different places in the world uh, a couple of years now, and we've all just done it so that she knows no matter where we are, we're still with her, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a signal of us just being together no matter the distance and still yes. being with her. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Do you believe that you will see her again?
3: I don't know. Yeah. I hope I do. Yeah,
1: I mean, do you believe in an afterlife, reincarnation? What is your belief system?
3: You know, I don't know. I don't really yeah. have a religious belief in life because my family is mostly from a Catholic side. Mine So well. I was raised with a Catholic aspect to it. However, both my parents said, you are welcome to believe whatever you want to believe. You are free to believe this or not believe this. As long as you do your research, you know exactly what it means or what it is. Mm-hmm. And then make up your mind. The thing they told me was don't ever say you don't agree with or you agree with without researching it first.
1: Yes. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you can't knock something until you've yeah. either tried it or done research on it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't talk about something that you don't know. Yeah everything you can know about
3: it because my dad's family comes from a judaism root and then it became catholic Hmm. Um, and my mom's been mostly catholic so until i take the time and really realize what it is about i'm never going to be able to say i like it or i don't like it Mm -hmm. however as a person i just believe that you are free to believe whatever brings you personal comfort Yes. If you need to believe there's an afterlife, that's fine. If you need to believe in God, that's fine. If you don't, that's okay. Whatever's going to bring you comfort every day and whenever you need strength, that's it. That's what you believe in. It's fine.
1: Absolutely. I'm the same way. I I don't consider myself religious. I consider myself more of a spiritual person. Yeah, absolutely. And you're exactly right. You just have to find what works for you. If, If being Catholic works for you, Jewish, whatever it is... You know, I I believe in a higher power and I I just call him God. But I, for me, that's just because I believe I am going to see my dad again and I am going to go to a place where he is. Mm -hmm. But then part of me also believes in reincarnation. I I don't know. I'm just, I'm very open to all religions and I think they're all so interesting. Yeah, exactly. And I just love seeing people who are so... Hopeful and and then found something that they truly believe in mm-hmm. and are just trying to be a good person. At the end of yeah. the day, I, I guess I'd consider myself more of going off of Buddhist teachings. You know, I just yes. I love seeing people just being kind to others, just yeah. loving all people. That's really what it's. That's at the yeah. core of every religion, I think. You know, absolutely for the most part.
3: I so. do remember when I was still a kid, I would write stories for school, mm. uh, like creative writing. I would always write that I would go up to heaven and meet my mom again oh. however that did change once I got older yeah. and I started realizing that instead of looking up when I need help I look in in yeah yes. so I started Comes realizing within. you know maybe I don't necessarily believe in religion but I do believe in the strength of the memories I have in my heart yeah so I mostly look in instead of to a higher power but it you know it's completely absolutely fine anyone believes in anything and yeah that's absolutely okay
1: right yeah that it works for you and if you're a good person and you know putting love and light out there then i don't give a fuck what you believe (laughs) exactly be nice to me i'll be nice to you so that's so great to hear i I love hearing that from people do you think you've been able to repurpose the pain you've experienced in your life into your
3: acting yes absolutely yeah (laughs) i really did um i think Losing, like I said, losing gymnastics was Mm -hmm. the biggest, I think, I don't know if you use this expression, but when they pulled a rug from under you and you feel like you have, there's nothing, there's nothing for you to stand on, there's no pillar for you to hold on to, that was the most helpless I've ever felt because I couldn't, I couldn't even stand, you know. I, I think that feeling scared me so much that me not wanting to ever go back anywhere near that feeling is what gives me so much strength to keep going, to be determined, to be focused, to know what I want and to go for it. Um, And then the fact that I did lose quite a few people, but in specific Grisha and my mom, who were just lights. They were just people who were just very generous. They were very giving. They were very positive. Just seeing how much love they gave out and how much love was returned to them. That makes me be, that's a very big part of why I am the way I am, is I just follow the examples of those who saw something in me to do that to me. And hopefully I'll do that to someone else. And that to me is piggybacks on what acting is for me, Mm -hmm. is if you can inspire someone to want to inspire others, that's amazing. And if you can tell someone's story and live up to that responsibility and that story impacts someone, that's incredible. You are part of someone's journey and you might not even know it.
1: Right. And that's the beautiful thing, isn't it? You you will never know if you impacted... Well, maybe you will if they reach out to you. But for the most part, when you're in a play or in a movie, you don't know every single person that sees it. Mm -hmm. But you just have this hope that they're they're out there, they were inspired by your performance, and they're going to go do that for someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I love is that you do something, it inspires someone else, and then it doesn't just stop there. You know what I mean? They don't just... I don't want someone to just see something and be like, "Oh, you know that was cool." You, you want someone to be like, "Wow, I I want to do what they did for yeah. me, to somebody else." And then it
3: you're you're paying it forward. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: amazing. Well, Maria, I I hope you know that they're so proud of you, you know, oh, thank and you. you are such an inspiring person, so talented, you guys. Oh my gosh, she she was in company at the American Academy. I got—I was fortunate enough to see some of her performances. She's a brilliant actress. She's going to go very, very far. Yeah, okay. And you—you you picked yourself back up so many times, Maria, and I just commend you for that. Oh, thank you. So, thank you. What—what what do you do to
3: stay mentally grounded? I—that's the thing. Every time I have a bad day, just take a second and look who's around you. That's mm-hmm. my strength comes from those around me. Yes, and I take no credit of that at all like I look around and I have incredibly special friends who are those once in a lifetime friendships that you know are for life Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate enough to have those I'm fortunate enough to have a golden family (laughs) um that's it just take a second look around and be grateful and be grateful for them because they will pick you up if you need to yes just realize what you have and just take it one day at a time
1: yes one day at a time oh baby steps (laughs) yes Yes, that's Just so Just be important. happy. Yes. Those
3: who are happy for you, it will be very clear. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yay. <laughs> well, is there anything we can see you in? Anything you've worked on in the past or working on right now that we can see you perform in?
3: um not yet but very soon
1: yay will have
3: is very soon oh good
1: good good yay well she is in a series life as a mermaid right yes. that's on youtube or? that is now on amazon prime as well what yeah that's insane it's on amazon prime y'all which most of you probably have exclusive yes get that free today shipping so <laughs> yes okay cool so check her out we will now sum all of this up with a few of maria's favorite things oh my god <laughs> maria what is your favorite movie of all time goodwill hunting that's a great one yes you're a robin williams fan i am oh, who isn't i know a man
3: it's beautiful oh, inspiring man
1: he is favorite actor or actress or both
3: uh joffrey rush meryl streep
1: yes meryl streep is my too. <laughs> favorite shakespeare play
3: Oh, I love all of them I'm a Shakespeare geek I've read the entire book The entire collection Wow Um, Yeah I can't choose I genuinely just love all of it
1: Mm -hmm. Do you prefer his comedies Or his kind of dark bloody stuff
3: I can't choose. It's like film and theater. I can't choose. Yeah, I love yeah. them both. Absolutely love them both.
1: Have you played a Shakespeare role that's been one of your favorites? I see you as Lady Macbeth. Have you ever played
3: Lady Macbeth? <laughs> Ouch! But okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, in like a good way. Like you would give like a really compelling performance as her. Not like you look crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. God, I think my favorite one to do. I've had the most fun playing Helena. Okay. And, yeah, I saw yes. you in that. <laughs> Thank you. I think I think
1: you were so brilliant.
3: I think so. That was probably so fun. I had the most fun. That was the most fun in a process of a Shakespeare play that I've ever done. So mm-hmm. definitely that was one of my favorite memories. The most challenging. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, Because it's I've done I've done
3: quite a few Oh, I think maybe Hermione in Winter's Tale. Okay. Oh, I think I did a
1: monologue from that yeah. one. That,
3: yeah, it might have been the most challenging, the one that I had to be the most vulnerable for. Yeah, and that's the scariest thing to do.
1: Really? So
3: that might have been the most scary in one way, but it was definitely one of the most rewarding. I felt so much stronger after I did it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is
1: that difficult for you to be vulnerable on stage?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I can get there, but it has to be, like I said, it has to be a journey to get there. I can't just get there with the finger snap, you know? Right. I have to let the story get me there. I can't just pretend to get there in five minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no technique that works for me to just get there. Mm -hmm. I have to let the journey go for itself. Mm -hmm.
1: Do you use any of your own personal experiences in your prep?
3: No, I use imagination. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, last one is favorite quote, mantra, or prayer. I don't know if I have one. That's okay. Or just like your motto in life, you know, mine is excelsior, a word that really stands out to you or a symbol. I
3: think look around and pay it forward is, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, no, there is one. It says the weight of responsibility will only be as heavy as what you oh wait no what is it
1: you can look it up too what is it oh you don't have wi-fi i don't Uh, (laughs) um wait
3: no i do remember it is responsibility will only be heavy if you don't take the time to live up to it
1: Ooh, i love that one
3: that's a really good one yeah so i I love that. that one very profound yes
1: well, thank you so much Maria for taking the time on your vacation. She's <laughs> on vacation you guys and she still took the time to be on my show and I'm just so grateful to you for sharing your story. Absolutely. So thank you I, for having me. Of course. You you're very you're just a very beautiful person, Maria, inside and out, and we will miss you, but we know you'll be back soon. Thank
3: you, y'all, I love this girl. Yay, <laughs> I have love you have to keep watching this. Yeah, yes,
1: please do. All right, we're signing off. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> and now it's time for Game Time with Grammy. The part of the show where Grammy comes out and plays a little game. Hello, my lovely dears. We are here today with Maria. Hello, Maria, dear. Hi, Granny. How e- are you? I'm doing wonderful, <laughs> especially that you're here. You were actually one of the first people to meet me. You you saw a scene that I did at at Janie's school at one time. Oh, that is true. Yeah, yes, the, I did the Jesus scene at the dinner table and um you you said i was very
3: talented didn't you you? were yes you're very captivating granny
1: oh thank you so much i know i know that is why i had a very uh, successful community theater career and now i come here every week i fly from indiana to do this show for my angel pie my zany wow yes so we are doing a game this week all for you and this one is called the one where they finish the quote correct because we hear you're a french fan
3: i'm a massive friends yes
1: and janie is as well so is nathan i have seen you know a few episodes janie has educated me so hopefully her wisdom will rub off in this game so i can kick your ass so nathan (laughs) dear um my lovely nathan will you please explain the game
2: yes so this week's game is friends quotes we have 10 quotes five questions each you are going to go backwards and forwards. I'm going to read out a quote and you have to finish the line. If you get it wrong, you take a shot.
1: Oh, well, we're ships. We're doing ships, dear, not
2: shots. Shall so we have
1: some vodka yeah. here. Um, we're taking ships because Grammy has big St. Patrick's Day plans tomorrow.
2: <laughs> and if you get it right. The other person takes a sip. A
1: ship. Okay. Ship, yes. Okay. okay. Just
2: want to make it clear that I don't drink, but I will do it for this game. Yes, it's a <laughs> special occasion. It's for educational purposes.
1: Yes, exactly.
3: Granny said it.
1: Yes. <laughs> so what granny said, Grammy, dear, not Granny. But Grammy said, scrolls. Yes. Thank you.
2: Sorry, Grammy, I am foreign.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's okay, though. I won't judge you this time. Okay, so how does Here. it work?
2: So, uh, you're just going to pick who goes first? Well,
1: Maria, because she's a guest. That's polite. Okay.
2: Okay. And then I'm going to Southern read, hospitality. I'm going to read the quote, and you're just going to have to figure out how it ends. Okay. Oh, wow. And give me the last couple words. Does it have to
1: be exactly?
2: The... Yes. It's oh, close, my gosh! close you can get. Yeah.
1: And we also have to say who said it.
2: Yes. Okay. And say who... Which character said the line as well.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, this correct. is difficult. Okay. Cool. All right, show with Maria, it's here
2: Maria we go! Diverse. Okay. Yes. Right. Quote number one, if it's a girl, Phoebe, and if it's a boy,
3: Phoebo. That is Phoebe for, ah, oh, who was pregnant?
1: Oh, well, she doesn't have to explain. Yeah, it Rachel was,
3: boys. yes, it was Phoebe and, oh, it was to Rachel. To Rachel,
1: yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. There
3: we go. Rachel. It was when yeah. Rachel was pregnant, yes. Yeah. Phoebe or Phoebe. That oh. was an
1: easy okay. one. <laughs> I knew that one. that well, was a prison. Not even a huge fan. Oh, I have to take a ship now. Oh, this is, Sorry, can I, Graham. is there any of that daiquiri stuff left? Dang it. <laughs> All right, little sippy.
3: I just made a grandmother drink. I'm very proud of myself.
1: oh why'd you get dish kind of vodka okay I did it oh tastes like rubbing alcohol okay it's my turn
2: okay quote number two I'm not great at the advice can I interest you what I know
1: can you say it again
2: I'm not great at the advice can I interest you
1: in the penis no in, I'm not crazy if I can interest you in the... It was Joey, though, right? No? Chandler? Yeah. Okay. In a joke? Can I interest you in a joke? Or something like that? Close. In a, in a laugh? In a... <laughs> something about a joke? I think Maria can steal. Okay, go ahead.
3: I can steal? Yeah. Can I interest you in a sarcastic joke?
2: Oh, what's well that? wish? close,
3: not exactly. Oh! Ooh, oh! Guys. I'm not great at the but advice. If we can, can I interest f- you? Comment? In a, in a. Oh, wait, in an impolite in comment or something like that.
1: Inappropriate comment? Inappropriate comment, know, something like so that.
2: So, you had most of it. It's, uh, I'm not great at the advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? There you go. So you said most Sarcastic away, joke, and yeah. And then you said comment, so. Well, well you know well, what? We'll both we'll take, take a sip. We'll both take a, well, a step. Step. Well, Cheers. Well, are,
1: cheers, right. cheers. <laughs> <dear>. Okay. Mm. <laughs> That's bad. Bad. Okay. Show a character now. That was tricky. That was Chandler, right? Yeah. Yeah, Chandler. Yeah. Chandler Bing. <laughs> Shaney's favorite character. To
3: Phoebe's david
1: david
3: yeah yes
1: was that is that right
2: well the clip that i found that from he was talking to rachel so really he, he may have said it a couple times
1: okay oh well he said similar things because yeah. she yes okay
2: okay phoebe that's p as in phoebe h is in ob o is in ob e is in eb b as in bb and e as in
1: Oh, I need to remember this. Uh,
3: well, obviously, it's he, Phoebe. He is in. No, it's like a big word all muffled up. Um, oh. He is in. Oh, it's like a one big word all muffled up.
1: Extraterrestrial. No, I know. Ebo. <laughs> Ebo No.
3: It's like, hey you're right, governor. It's so. It's like a. Oh, it's sh- like
1: a. Something.
3: Oh, it's slang from what kind
2: I don't know. I'll pass it to you, I, I don't know either. E as in ello, there, mate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, I mean, that
1: was really... Pretty close. Cool. Cool. That was a and solid I got, effort. Yeah. But she
2: didn't get it, so... Sure, so she has oh, to drink. <laughs> oh,
1: sip, 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 sip. Ooh, these are challenging. We should have brought the French scenic game that Jamie had, <laughs> that she worked really hard to get for Nathan for Christmas that she beat him at. I've heard.
2: <laughs> Question four. Yes. I grew up in a house with Monica, okay? If you didn't eat fast.
1: You didn't eat at all.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You didn't eat.
1: And that was rash, yeah. Yes.
2: That was my favorite quote <laughs> from friends. <France>. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So, Maria drinks. Can I drink. I'm yes. drinking a lot this game. Yes, and you don't usually drink, so this is, this is fun. But you're here on vacation, so live it up.
2: <laughs> Question four. Uh, quote 5. Until I was 25, I thought that the only response to I love you was... Holy crap. Pretty close. I'm going to give you that one. Oh crap. Oh crap. <laughs> there you go. That's really good. I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know who said it?
3: I don't know. Wait. Yes, I do. What was the beginning of that again?
2: I grew... Uh, until I was 25... Chandler. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Ooh. next one. Yay! <laughs> oh, oh, I have to... Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Okay, here we go. Oh, crap. Mm. You know, what's better than those nasty-ass jelly beans that we use sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they're really bad. They're bean-boozled. Sometimes we, we play with them, and they're little nasty beans that taste like expired milk and just you anyway. <laughs> I don't even talk about that. It makes me sick. Okay, go on.
2: No, you didn't get me. It's an electric drill. You get me. You kill me. Yes. Yes, yes,
1: yes. yes. Uh which I was Rosh. Okay. Oh no no, it's Chandler. Channel. It's when it's when uh, he's making the unit. Yes. And and uh, he's getting Joey's building it in front of in front of Chandler's door. And then yeah. yes, and yes. The
2: drill comes this girl comes. shouted. I know all this. <laughs>
1: we're, we're nerds. <laughs> I don't even watch this show, but I'm a nerd. Okay, next one. Okay. Oh, she so did. She drink. Yes, she did. Okay, cool.
2: Quote seven. If you want to receive emails about my upcoming shows, then please give me.
3: Money to buy a computer. Yes. 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 I do that one, too. Yes. Money to buy a computer. And
1: that's... That's, that's Phoebe. Yes.
0: yes. These are good.
1: This is fun. I want to go home and watch Fringe. Oh, I'll watch it on a plane when I'm headed back to Indiana. Okay. Oh, dang it. Why am I getting excited for her? All right.
3: Start St. Patrick's early, Mammy. Mm, yeah.
1: A little too early. Okay. <laughs> are you okay? I'm good. Okay. Oh. Oh! That'll wake you up! Okay, next!
2: Hurricane Gloria didn't break the porch swing.
1: Wait, is this me? Yes. Oh, snap! Okay. What?
2: Hurricane Gloria didn't break the porch swing.
1: Is that the end of the quote?
3: No, there's a bit more.
1: Something about Monica being fat? Hurricane Monica?
2: <laughs> no.
1: Something... What's,
2: what's your final answer?
1: Her <laughs> uh, I Is it just Monica? No. Something about Monica? Can you give me a hint?
2: Well, what are you saying? You're close. Is Maria gonna steal?
1: She can steal. I'm gonna have to drink anyways.
3: <laughs> Um, Monica did. That was said by Ross. Yes. Oh, well,
1: yeah, Monica... That was... I... That was
3: yes, Monica said did. Monica. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. All right. That's to
3: their dad when they're going at Yeah. Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. This is horrible. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> because the more I drink, the less there is for the kids to drink <laughs> that is said by Phoebe yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yes yes I remember that one yes she's giving yes. all the ones that I actually know who made this game this is not fair Nathan you always seem to want to get Grammy the drunkish. I think he's trying to make a move on me Maria
3: probably Prob- I mean I'm yeah. very
1: hip and, and beautiful for my yep. age 84 i I'm, four. I'm kicking it I'm yep. a spring chicken <laughs> okay next one
2: You got something. No, I already drank. You didn't.
1: I did. Mother. Pooper. Okay. (laughs) Oh, really? Yep. All right. I'm going to sleep good on a plane.
2: (laughs) Okay. Last one. Yes. All right, then. I'm going to change my name to...
3: Mm.
1: Mark Johnson or John Markson? Or is that a different episode? It's a different episode. Oh. The Hulk? Uh, to,
3: um... I'll give you a hint. That was oh. an Academy alum that said that line. Oh,
1: oh, Paul Rudd. Okay, thank you. That was helpful. But now I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to change my name to... Oh. I don't know. But I, I can see the scene in my head. <laughs> what was the setting? What, who is he talking to?
2: Phoebe. Change
1: my name to... I don't know,
2: but I know. Do you know his character's name? Mike. Okay.
1: Change his name to Mike, but his name's already <laughs> his name's Mike. Already yeah, <laughs> Mike, Mike. <laughs> um, change my name to. I don't know.
2: Maria.
3: Crap bag.
1: Crap bag. Oh, that's right. Because she becomes <laughs> Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Yes. Oh, crap bag, and then it's. Crap bag. Mrs. Crap bag. Yeah, okay, okay, yes. Dang it, I knew that. I could see them sitting and, oh, all right, I'll just drink. Here we go. Yeah. Bottom up, bitches. Oh, my God. Grandma gets a little feisty when she drinks.
0: <laughs>
1: is that it?
2: That is the, the game game so- that Oh, thank Aww. God. So
1: now, Nathan has to drink both shots for making the game.
2: Wait, no, that wasn't the question. I like this
1: rule. (laughs) I like the rule. Okay, you at least have to... Take a sip. Take a sip of each of our drinks to get our cooties. Each, they're the same. No, they're different. Dad has her germs and this one has mine. So you'll get the the talent and then you'll get the beauty. You need both. (laughs) The beauty comes from me,
3: obviously. Poor Nathan.
1: Yes. Wow. Yes. So, Maria, well done. I think you kicked my ass, which shows that you've watched way too many French episodes. Yes, I do need to get a life. But at least you (laughs) learned English and have a very uh, Americanized accent. That is true. Can you speak Portuguese still? Yes, I can. Can you say Princess Consuela Banana Hammock in Portuguese?
3: Princesa Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> 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 Same thing, just get it in a different accent. Right,
1: okay, can you say, can you, how would you say, uh, hi Grammy, you're really talented, or something like that? Olá, vózinha.
3: Você é muito talentosa. Oh,
1: that's so sexy. Yeah. Doesn't she sound sexy, you guys? <laughs> well, Maria, you are lovely and just a gem. I hope you have a safe trip back to Australia. Thank you, Grandma. will not be as scary as my flight to Indiana. At least mm-hmm. you're going somewhere beautiful with, with sexy men who are walking around shirtless. Yes, that's the best. I
3: cannot deny that fact. Yes, that is yes, very yes. true. Oh,
1: I should just <laughs> go with her instead of Indiana. Indiana sucks, as the kids say. Um, I don't know what that means, but I think it's bad. So we will shine off, and we always do our Grammy shine off, which is deuces, dears. Ready? Yes. Deuces, dears. Yeah, great job. Great Thank job. Thank you.
0: How up? What was that?